a price tag to everything, even your own success. Welcome back, welcome back. Another special installment here at Tag Mentorship Community. As always, it's me, Dami. Josh, your boy Lee. And today, <laughs> even though y'all bag on me all the time for saying this, we got another, another special, special guest, guest in the building. <laughs> you know, this is a, another entrepreneur, UMass Lowell fellow alum. So it's uh, it's always a pleasure, like-minded people, get on the same platform and talk a few things. Uh, if you've seen Minds with the Purpose... If you've seen a lot of things going on online, you know, events for entrepreneurs, there's probably a good chance this young man behind, beside me is behind that. So please give, give the people a little bit of insight about who you are. So, hey, all, my name is Heody Santiago, or J-O-M-W-P, whatever it is you want to call me. And I'm the founder of Minds of Purpose, which is a networking platform to bring exposure to local creatives, local entrepreneurs, and small businesses. And we do all types of things. We do marketing campaigns. We do events for like local for local entrepreneurs for artists as well we have merchandise like the one i'm wearing right now um, hard. Now i appreciate that bro we do charity <laughs> we do charity events too we just did a basketball tournament mm. that brought out like 500 people in in the summertime so that was pretty dope, dope. A, li- a little bit of everything just building a community of like-minded people that you know can help each other grow and you know work towards the same goal which is what we all have. We all have a dream, you know? We all yeah. want to be somebody. A purpose. Exactly. A purpose. We all have a purpose. Mine's a purpose. Okay. I like that. I like that. See it. That's I'm, I'm going to steal Jay's lines here. Make sure you like, subscribe, leave some comments in the video. Um, this is breaking news alert. We are officially live at UMass Lowell. Yes, sir. The platform is live, as you can yeah. see. We're sporting the Manning School of Business hat. Tag mentoring is live at UMass Lowell. We've been working... In stealth a little bit, building our stealth building movement. out our MVP, and you know we're glad this is finally finished, and we'll be le- letting y'all know how that update goes and when it's live for you guys to join as well. So I just wanted to get that out there before we get started. Yeah, make make sure you join the waitlist. Go on the website tagmentorship.com. We'll join the right waitlist. It helps spread the love. We appreciate all your help. So. Yeah. Let me let me ask you what so what's gonna go on in UMass Lowell for those that don't know. That's a that's a real I like this. Yeah, that's okay. a real I like that. That's something He's interviewing us. Yeah, okay. So I was gonna say we're gonna I'm gonna ask you some questions as well, you yeah, know. For sure. Spice yep, yep. it up. Um mm-hmm. yeah, so what it's happening is basically it starts from the ethos, the beginning, and it was with my story and you know, it's everybody's story in a sense is you know, you lack some direction, right? Mm-hmm. You know, life is a game with no rules. And whether it comes to picking your major, trying to get an internship, trying to get a job, most college students, especially first-generation college students, struggle with that. Definitely. So what we decided to do was create a platform. And the biggest barrier to these connections is because, you know, you can see somebody like, eh, you probably don't know them. Mm-hmm. Whereas we're plugging in technology to show, hey, you and this person are more alike than you know. And this person is in a field that you're interested in. This could potentially be a good resource, a good contact for you. So what we've done is we've... Taking out the friction, awkwardness, and asking somebody Mm -hmm. for help or Mm -hmm. saying, hey, will you be my mentor? That's a very loaded question. So we've used the technology to simplify that process. Nice. We can connect with like-minded people in your industry. And at the Manning School of Business, you know, we have a very, you know, robust cohort of mentors. Some of them are CEOs. Some of them are CMOs. Some of them have their own company. One of them actually sold the company for $70 million. And I'm not saying this to like brag, but this is to show you the level of expertise and experience. Mm -hmm. And now imagine having 
somebody like that, they're a phone call away for you, right? If That's you think about starting a business, he can mentor you throughout that process. And he's doing it at no charge because he's just passionate and you guys come from the same school. Yeah, like and think, a great thing to take away from that is like throughout this process, those are like really high caliber people, right? They're yeah. successful in their fields. And they literally jumped at the idea of tag like because they wow. want to give back. Yeah. So yep. keep that in mind. And, and more specifically to answer your question, like what we're doing at UMass Low, obviously this is a vision for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Every college, but that's our our backyard. Yeah. And we're, we're launching a pilot. We'll get a couple of students. We've got 10 mentors. Nice. We're going to get some feedback from them, see, see if this thing, you know, take mentorship at scale. Mm-hmm. And then the goal beyond that is just a couple of weeks. Just to start making these connections, and the goal beyond that is to expand it throughout the entire business. Yeah, plan. I feel like that's that's one that's hella dope because you know I myself, you know, I've had many mentors in my life that just have helped me amplify my network. Yep. and you know, just run into more opportunities because I knew that person. Yeah. But also on the other side, as far as the mentor side, you guys are creating something valuable for them. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, I don't know if you thought about it this way, but a lot of people want to give back, but they don't There's know no how. how to, yeah. 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 So right now you're giving them the opportunity to give yeah. back because all these people, like they're successful in their fields, they made it already okay. Mm-hmm. How can they give back? How can they impact other people's life and add value? So that's also like something to be very proud of, proud for because that's amazing, bro. Yeah. I mean, Appreciate it starts, every, everybody says you only do business what you like. And even though it might be messed up, that's sort of the... <laughs> Why the, you look at me like that? <laughs> I can't look at you when I talk. He'll, he'll like you. <laughs> nah, there's... um, That's one of the implicit biases in trying to find a job. Most recruiters are only going to hire people that look like them. Mm. So naturally, if you come from a disadvantage and you don't have a strong natural network, you're SOL, shit out of luck, before you even get in the door. Yep. So what, what, what was that, SOL? What was that? Shit out of luck. Dope. Yeah, so it's like, before you before you even get... You're just a resume and they're just, you're getting tossed. Or even, you know, picking a major. That's besides buying a home, you know, that's probably the biggest financial decision you're gonna make is taking out student loans in college. Now imagine you're going to college, you know what you wanna do. Three years in, like, damn, I don't wanna do this, and then you switch. That's yep. more money you're you're in debt you're and in that, debt in. And that happens to a lot of people and like there's just so many different journeys in this college, you know? Yeah. Some people start with one with one major and then they wanna switch it off and then yeah. they keep switching. And it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, but like, not to take away from that, it's natural discovery. You do what you like, but we're trying to, again, let you have that natural discovery without the hefty price tag. And I know Josh is going to love this. The biggest asset for the U.S. government is student loan debt. Wow. So that should tell you how, how big of a problem that is, you know? But enough that about- makes them the most money, right? <laughs> enough. Yeah, let's let's not even talk about the compound interest on those. Oh, yeah. real, real quick, I was gonna mention you said resume. I don't. Know, I know you guys tapped in with with Loop with John Henry, right? Yes, yep. sir. So they kind of their company they're building it around kind of differently. I don't. I don't. Is it that they don't look at resumes or, or no, what is it? The thing with Loop is that's a good question. Shout out Loop. We got big yep. announcement. John coming Henry soon. coming soon, hopefully. But uh, now nah, we got we got something big coming. In. Well, it depends when you see the video, but we got something <laughs> big coming. What they're doing is insurance. With car insurance, what they do is they price you on models that are outdated. Mm-hmm. They don't price you on... Think car insurance, you should be priced on how you drive, right? They price you on your credit score, the area you live in. Um, also, I think your, your education and your yeah. income. And it's like, what does that have to do with me driving? So what they do is they use their algorithm and um, artificial intelligence that's going to combine and create yeah. a score for you. I think, and it's, it's more fair, you know? I, I think he said that... like. If you live like in a city mm-hmm. and you have a clean record, you will be paying more than someone who, you know, crashed 
in the suburbs. And, and live somewhere yep. else that's yep. more suburb, suburb. Exactly. Yeah. And that's crazy. Very. You feel me? Like, very how is it that I have a clean record and, you know, someone that doesn't is paying less car insurance yeah. than me? And that's that's the beauty in technology. Franchise. Yeah, that's the beauty in technology. You can level some playing fields if you have the right technology backing it, which is a really, really good transition because we're in that same space with again providing avenues and platforms for exactly. people. Exactly. You wanna give a little bit of insight to um Minds with Purpose and how did that even start? Yeah. So Minds with Purpose actually started. I've always had the idea of like, you know, putting people together and things mm -hmm. like that. But it officially started and the light bulb hit when I went to a lunch and learn. If you say free food, I'm there. <laughs> so, so I used to go to NECO, Northern Essex Community College. Yeah. Um, shout out to them because, you know, I am who I am because of the things I've done in my past. And they were amazing. But I went to a lunch and learn, and there was a fellow student speaking about um, organizational schemes. Mm. And he was talking about how the biggest transportation company owns no cars. You know what it is? Uber. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the biggest hospitality company owns no buildings. Yep. Airbnb. So I'm thinking to myself, how do I create an organizational scheme of like things that I like to do, but in the sense that people could like, you know, I don't have to own something yeah. for that for for like for the company to make money and the person to make money. Just like Uber, if you have a car, you make yourself money and then you make the company money. Yeah. So I'm like, I like putting people together, I like, you know, events, yep. things like that, marketing, giving back Eating. to Eating, <laughs> giving back to the community, all those things. And I was like, yo, how do I, how do I do this? And like, you know, make it sustainable and make it make money. Like, you know, yeah. at, at the end of the day, it's a business. And I was like, yo, let me create a networking platform. Because I've always thought about, you know, I have a list of like 20 things that I want to become a millionaire with. So those 20 things, I would research how to make a million selling like and starting an alcohol brand or, mm -hmm. or merchandise or a car wash. So all those things, like, it just always, like, kind of helped me in the sense of, like, being very versatile mm. and doing many things. So I'm like, you know what? Let me start a networking platform. That way I don't limit anybody to who they are, who they want to be, and just go from there. Yeah. No, that's dope. I think I think this we're doing this episode a little different, right? Because you're all about networking. Our thing's all about, you know, increasing your network, I think. We talk about the importance of network, like your network is your network. So exactly. Maybe, Absolutely. This is a collaborative episode. We just talk about the importance of networking and mentorship and, you know, I think that's a good way okay. to start this one. Thanks for letting us know yeah, like, I mean, just now. Yeah, that's what like, we're going to do anyways. <laughs> uh, sure. All right. <laughs> all right. We're recording, bro. We knew that's what, that was the route. No, but you know, it's organically shipping to this. You, but you implicitly stating it doesn't make it organic. <laughs> well, for those who are watching, stay, stay tuned. <laughs> Watch to the end. <laughs> but, <laughs> nah, so, go ahead. Go let me ahead, get go my ahead. fault. So, yeah. So, like, then from there, I'm like, you know, how do I get it started? Started mm -hmm. playing devil's advocate, you know, just to, like, rebuttal everything. And I actually started with a friend of mine. But then, you know, he had to do other things. But I kept it going and stuff like that. And, yeah. No, nah, I can. That's the thing with entrepreneurship. They say it's a very lonely journey. And sometimes when you start something with somebody, you never finish it with them, yep. as we've learned a couple of times now. So, you know, <laughs> ideas are, are born from a place of personal, a personal pain point, right? Can you shed a little bit of light, you know, growing up, what was your network like? Great question. You know, that's crazy because on the way here, I told you, I was listening, I was watching, you know, your, your past episodes. Yep. I want to say I'm honored for being here because y'all had some, you know, pretty cool people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> appreciate cool it. Too, man. So I, 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 I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so that's one. But also, um, damn, see, I forgot where I was going. No, that's all good. That, we watched one of our episodes. He's asking you 
What your, net, your, your network. network was okay, like. Okay, so I wrote down the question. That's what I was getting at. The yeah. qu- I wrote down, I was going to ask you guys, what was your childhood like? That kind of goes into that question. But mm-hmm. my network, um, growing up, I did a bunch of things. I played AU basketball, and I was like going to like um, Brooklyn Nets, you know, events, meeting Darren Williams, meeting Kirenko. Um, Ker- Ker- oh, really? Kirenko, yeah, yeah. Yeah, meeting um, the coach, um, Alvin Gentry at the Alvin time. Gentry, yeah. He was the Nets oh, coach. Oh, so you was getting buckets? Bro, I was, I was, you know, I was decent, bro, and I had, and I had those connections that, okay. you know, allowed me to be in those places, you feel yeah. me? You know, because not only basketball, but I also did ballroom dancing. Oh, Rico, oh. so you look like a ballroom dancer. So I did ballroom dancing. <laughs> How does a ballroom dancer look? What, what, what yeah, does a ballroom yeah, yeah. I just want to do a lead joke. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so I, I, I did but, ballroom dancing, bro, and I did the tango. Like, that was my specialty. Oh, like, okay. Man of so talent. So I met, I met mad people through that, and I was just, you know, again, very versatile. But one of my favorite experiences was playing chess nationally. Mm. All right, see, this okay. dude does it all. So okay, chess, does it all. I played chess nationally, and at the time, I was in middle school playing chess with like you know a ten year old kid. Mm-hmm. He actually beat me. <laughs> he was nice, and at the time, I wasn't thinking about it as networking or as like you know all of that stuff. But then now that I think about it, I'm like I was networking with people that are from different you know backgrounds, yep. mm-hmm. different environments. Yeah. That I don't know the opportunities I'm gonna run into for knowing them. So back to your question, as a kid, my network was very different. I was participating in like after school programs. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I was part of the what do you call that? The Student Government Association. Yes, SGA. Yep. All that stuff. There's actually a funny story to the chess thing. I learned how to play chess because they put me like in the in the back kids table in elementary school, mm. <laughs> and they and they gave us chess boards. He's like, here, learn how to play chess. Wow. But. I, I'm someone that says everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, from that outcome of me, you know, doing something bad that got put on that table, I, I made it to play chess nationally, got ranked, and met a bunch of people oh, wow. through that. Wow, that's dope. That's, yeah. that's, that's really, really dope. So, we transitioned from that. Um, and y'all can feel free to jump in. I don't want to, like... Nah, you're good. You, you, you're actually yeah, probably so. the best... Uh, interviewer here, you get the best questions. So, so based on you know, this is what your network naturally was like when you were a young man. Transitioning to college, was it much of the same, or did you have like a there was a le- learning curve going into that? So I feel like I'm a firm believer in like affirmations and you know manifestation and you know the energy you put out is the yep. energy you receive back. Okay. So eleven sure. eleven. As a time? No, no, no. Bro, what? <laughs> Yo. Nah, this might be our funniest episode. What are you doing? What are you doing? Manifestation, bro. Alright, my fault, bro. Go ahead. No, no, nah, good, Don't bro. mind him. You good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Manifestation, bro. Um, damn. Dang. What was I going to say? Why you just randomly? 11, 11. 11, <laughs> So what, was your, what was your question again? How your your network <laughs> evolved from okay, being young man to going to college? How, how was, did, there, was there like a, a, a learning curve with that? Okay. Oh my God. So what I would say to that is kind of like, yeah, I feel like I've, from growing up to college now, like I was saying, the energy you put out is the energy received. Mm-hmm. I've been, I, I like to say I've been blessed with the opportunities I've ran into. Like for example, the Oprah Winfrey scholarship. Oh yeah, speak on that. So... Again, I went to Northern Essex Community College. I'm someone that I get involved in everything. I mm-hmm. like doing it all. Like people be like, "Yo, you're doing too much." I'm like, "Cool." <laughs> like that's all I get. You feel me? Like, "Yo, do less." That's mentors. All my mentors told me, "Don't do so much." And it's true. Like you gotta kind of take things Focus, yeah. and you know break it up into phases. Yep. But 
I'm someone that just did everything. So at NECO, I was part of a PACE program that kind of helped you transfer from community college into a four-year. Mm. And that's kind of what I was doing because I was finishing up and I wanted to like continue my studies. Mm. And I joined that. And again, I was mad versatile and did a bunch of programs. Did that, did the National Honors Leadership Society, a bunch of other things. But the people I met, the impacts that I was able to you know, create mm. led to them, you know, nominated me for this scholarship. Wow. I was driving, bro, looking through my email, and I see Oprah Winfrey scholarship. Don't email and drive or don't text Yeah, yeah no, None no, of that. None <laughs> of that. We don't sponsor that. We don't sponsor that here at Tag or at Minds With Purpose. At all. <laughs> at all. So, yeah. So, I was looking at my email, and I see that, and I'm like, yo, is this a scam? Because, like, Oprah, yeah, Oprah, 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 yeah. Oprah Winfrey, yeah. and you know, people be trying to scam you. Big O? What? <laughs> you be getting all them, all them, all them freaking phone calls from random numbers. But, yeah. yeah and then I seen it and I checked the credentials and it was legit. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And then I didn't know how because I didn't apply for it. Mm. So then Jessica Rocker from Pace, she actually hit me up. She said, oh, did you get a scholarship? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I did. She's like, oh, yeah, we nominated you. And I was like, wow. That's, 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 yeah, it's dope. I said, you know, that all happened because, you know, putting yourself in these oh, positions there, to yeah. grow and, you know, just meeting new people, having new mentors in your life that mm. can, you know, lead you to the different di- direction like you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. so yeah that's, that's how that scholarship went about that's dope questions because you, you mentioned right all your mentors told you like hey you're doing too much like walk us through like how important having a mentor even several mentors sounds like has been for your journey and, and some of your success today so like i said there's different phases in life and i feel like for each phase i've been in i've had like different mentors mm. Mm. um again most of my mentor tells me Oh, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. And I appreciate that because as much as I keep doing too much, I go narrowing things down and organizing and structuring things out way more. Mm. Like when I first started Minds With Purpose, that's when I first did EFRL. So it was just an idea. It was not an LOC. It was not nothing, you know, official on paper. I had no business plan. Just like, you know, just an idea. A, a brand, you know, promoting this, selling t-shirts, doing events, all of that stuff. Yeah. Then I, you know, I was able to have mentors like, you need to get an LOC. You need a trademark. You need to, you know, get a website going. You need to do this. You need yep. to build a team. You need to have everything organized. Like that's those are the type of things that you need for entrepreneurship. Mm. So I feel like mentor to mentor, I've been sharpening my skills, and I feel like that's something very important to know that while you're growing, it's okay to have different mentors. Yeah, yep. Walid said that on our. Yep, it's a life hack. Episode. Yeah. Some people, some people think that you know you have this good connection with one person that you're only limited to that one person it shouldn't be like that Mm. and i'm a firm believer of that and that's why i love working with other people who have dreams because the more people you meet like it's like the more ideas you get the more Mm. opportunities and it's just better you get different perspectives of life and into what you're doing that's very very true and as most people probably don't know this about me is i'm actually a very well i wouldn't say now i used to be very shy i didn't like talking oh word i was a very introverted introvert for sure like if if I'm around like, y'all. Like a square. I will talk. Right. If I don't know you, you probably think I'm the most stuck up person in the world just because I, won't, I don't know you. I'm not comfortable. I'm the right? complete opposite. But what, what somebody is, what I've learned in the biggest life hack and even with doing tag is my network is amazing. Yeah. yeah. I can legit hit anybody up for anything. And it's because I lead with who I am. Like you said, I put myself out there and I had to break out of that box. So I don't have to be, you know, the center of attention everywhere, but... If they say, oh, do you know Dami? It's like, yeah, he's solid. He's a yeah. good kid. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's an upstanding young man. And 
most of the good things that have happened to me mm-hmm. happened when I'm not in the room. And nice. it's because of the relationship with the mentors, my peers. So I think it's very, very important with mentorship. People think you go there looking for something. Mm-hmm. But I think your approach is, is genuine and great where it's like you lead with value. Yeah. And then things get done when you're not there. Exactly. So if I'm a young person going to college and I'm like, oh, I want a mentor, I want a mentor. How would you approach trying to find the right person? Granted, you know, there's tag. You could always yeah. go on. Yeah. Go on a tag. tag. Check out the website. Check out the app coming. <laughs> yeah, but if, if you don't have such access such an to an amazing technology. Like this, yes. Yeah, you know. Proprietary technology. If you don't have access to that, like how do you go about building your network? <laughs> how do you go about building your network? Well, I feel like it all starts with your why. Like you have That's to find everybody says that. You have you I mean I love it's, that. it's the truth, bro. You have to find your why because you need you, you you need a purpose to wake up every day and you know do the repetition that's gonna you know the consistency that's gonna help you get to where you want to be. Yeah. If you don't have your why, it's kind of like what are you working for? And that's kind of where some people feel stuck. So my advice, if you know if you're a college student looking to have a mentor and grow and all of that stuff, find your why. You know, mm. find the things you're passionate about and then kind of see how you can make money with it. And then it's okay to try different things and fail. That's one thing I say like. Failure yeah. is good. Mm-hmm. The more you fail, the closer you are to success. That's I used true. to knock doors for a solar company. Yeah. So mm-hmm. every no, every no I got that brought mm-hmm. wow. that that brought me closer to my yeses. So I started calculating that with everything in life. So if you don't be afraid to ask questions, that's yep. one. Shoot your shot. You know, mm-hmm. hit up that mentor you you're thinking about that you know he you feel like he has some sort of value. And the, and a big advice is give value. Don't approach people trying to take only. Because okay. I feel like sometimes, you know, people try to do that a lot. And yep. then they get mad when they, the person doesn't respond or whatever. So your form of communication is very important. Yeah. Yep. I got I got to follow up. And this is my last card. Just because I enjoy this This guy's hogging the mic, huh? God yeah, damn. you do this in public. Give them all. <laughs> Anyways, like I was saying, you just said value, right? But what if I'm 17, 18? What, what value could I possibly give? Because I think that's the biggest hindrance for... Young people trying to create a relationship and not make it seem transactional. 17, 18, you have Instagram, you have social media, you have a phone. You can share all of that mentor that you're looking for. It's post right there. That's already value. You know, you're giving him exposure. You're you're putting him out there that's helping him. That's value. Mm -hmm. Value can be as small as something like that or as big as a transaction. You know, That's, Mm -hmm. that's value at the end of the day. But... You have to, again, and speak, communicate, yep. find out what they need. Mm. You feel me? Hey, I want you to be my mentor. Like, what can I do for you so you can do, so you can be my mentor and I can, we can help each other and work together. Okay. You feel me? That's kind of the approach I've always done. And I don't, and you don't have to say like word for word like that, mm-hmm. but with your actions and like, you know, just certain yep. other and certain things, you just make that, let that be said. Yeah. Okay, no no further questions, y'all. You'd be, the, the defense rests their case. No, you'd be surprised just like getting a like or a random share from someone that you didn't ask how much value. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. happened all the time. You know, people sharing sharing tag and we don't even we don't even know. Like, it means a lot to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for me, you do that, like I'm happy to mentor you, even though you know I'm still early on in my professional career. Mm-hmm. I still think there's some value I can offer. But I had a question. <laughs> For you, going back to, you said the why, right? Yeah. And I think it's not easy finding your purpose. At all. Right? It's, you know, something. It's a journey. Yeah. I want to say the the answer to life, but like once you have something that you're working for, your why, like life is just so much different, right? 100%. But like my question for you is anyone watching, you know, even you're a college student, like 18, I wasn't even thinking about, I didn't even know what I wanted to go to school for, but like how can someone find their why? So. What's an easy way? So uh, there is no easy way. way. (laughs) So there's no easy way, but. 
the way to find your why is try a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Try a bunch of things. See, you know, and then think about yourself. Like, create a plan. You need a plan. I feel like to, in order to find your why, you need to create a plan. See, who do you want to be five years from now? Mm. Who do you want to be 10 years from now? Mm-hmm. You know, what would you do for the rest of your life if you, like, work-wise, mm-hmm. your why, if you didn't get paid, paid for, for it? it yeah. Yep. That's you feel what, me? Mm-hmm. What I do every day, wake up, you know, share minds with purpose, content, you know, impact people's lives, all of that stuff, and create a community, that's my why. You know, if I, I don't get paid every day. When I do an event, that's where revenue comes in. When I sell merchandise, well, that's where revenue comes in. But even if I'm not getting paid, I'm still like I still feel like I'm giving value to my mm-hmm. community. Yep. And that I feel like that helps a lot. Absolutely. I was gonna say one of our episodes, good one with um Brandel. Brandel I think yeah. episode ten. Tune in guys. How many episodes you guys got? We're this is our 16th, 17th. 16th, yeah. Nice. Yep, we growing. We put in work. Consistency, yeah, boys. Uh, it's, work, it's, work. it's not easy <laughs> to do this, so shout out to y'all. Yeah, you can see you can see the growth, right? And I think the key to success is consistency, as our last episode was a good theme. But Brando, he said, I think he said to find your why was if money was an issue, right? Like if you had all the money in the world, like what would you want to wake up and do? Like exactly. that's an easy way to say, okay, if money's not my influence, I can find my why. But I just wanted to ask. Yep. And like to add on to that, like like sit down, write it down, visualize it. It could be, you know, I want to travel the world, right? That's especially in our our generation, like it's very common. Everybody loves to travel. Uh-huh. So like, what would it take for you to retire and travel the world? Like, how much money do you need? Okay, now figure out how do I how do I make that money? Yeah. Like what jobs, you know, pay that amount? You know, just like you said, just try a lot of things. So I think that's some good advice. I feel like also you gotta calculate your choices better. Like life is, in my opinion, life is all about choices. The choices you make every day. We all got the same twenty four hours. I think, right? You got the same. We, we all got the same, right? Yeah. We all. Got I might the same. got. I might have twenty five. Yeah, I don't know. You, you got something different, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but we we all got the same twenty four hours. Yeah, so, all look calm. <laughs> with, with that, with that being said, it's like, you know, we all we all have the option to make the right choices. We know right from wrong. You know, mm-hmm. you can either go to the gym or not go to the gym. You can either, you know be uncomfortable and grow or be complacent and settle mm. for less and be average, you know? Yeah. So it's like the choices you make is is the outcome you're going to get. Yeah. I think the decision you made five years ago is why you're here today. 100%. And the decisions you're making today five years from now, you're going to reap the benefit. But we li- live in a um, generation of instant gratification. Yep. IG, no mm-hmm. pun intended, Ooh. where you see everybody flashy this, you know, this car, this watch, this chain, this house, X, Y, and Z. But why, what's the importance? Like you said, minds with purpose is not something that happened overnight. Of it course took not. a while to develop. Yes. But what is the what, what can you give, especially with a young entrepreneur or somebody that just has an idea, the benefit of just putting your head down and just working consistently, even if you don't see the results? Why is that so important? I mean, you will see the results if you put your head down and work consistently. Like mm-hmm. if you tell yourself, okay, I'm going to do this for a, for a week straight, and then after that week, you'll see the results. Like, for example, I stopped listening to music in my car and, and replaced yep, it with yep. podcasts for like about, I did that for like a good six, seven months. The amount of knowledge I was able to accumulate, and that's how I know about John Henry, you're in your leisure, mm. value tapement, impact yeah. theory. All great watching. Yeah. All, all these, you know, great, you know, con- content Tag. platforms, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> <Tag>. <laughs> We're now on, we're not on podcast platforms yet, but 2022 we're, we're pivoting into that. We're nice, nice. So yeah, so it's like I replaced that with that, and like it just helped 
you will see the results. Mm. You know, if you listen to music, music, you know, you know the lyrics, you know the lyrics, but when you're putting new knowledge into your head, in the week you will you'd be like, oh damn, I know this much about yeah. our trucking business that I ain't, I'm not even in trucking industry. Yeah. Shout out Alex, good energy from early exactly. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But you got to make sure you tune into that new A Boogie though. Oh, what? Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> but no, but podcasts are great. I got some artists too. I got some artists. Let me do music. I'm joking. I think that's a good point, right? And I, this is where I look at it and why I like, why, how I made it easier for me because it's not hard to it's it's hard to say oh let me sit there and listen to a podcast yeah. like sometimes it can get boring you have to be hungry mm-hmm. disciplined the eighth it's disciplined but the eighth wonder of the world is compound interest oh my right? god here we go I know the quote go ahead go get ahead. your go quote ahead. out go ahead. So, actually what is the quote if you live no I'm just saying eighth wonder of the world is compound interest right uh-huh. and like what, what quote am I going to say it's the Albert Einstein quote which I, is what Compound interest, the eighth greatest wonder in the world. Yeah. Those who understand it benefit. Those who don't suffer. And then I and humanity's <laughs> biggest weakness is yeah, funny. Go ahead. Humanity's <laughs> biggest weakness is underestimating the, the the value of compound interest of no exponential growth. Right, oh, it's hard okay. for us to see big numbers. Right, mm. so. But if you live, I with, see big numbers. I see a Bitcoin wallet, bro. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Come on, bro. So. You messing up my thoughts here. <laughs> so no, so going back to right, you can combine compound interest, right, and mm-hmm. then you combine underestimating exponential growth. Like, you can do a lot in a year. So mm, of course, you live your life by mama mentality. You know, every day strive to be better. Yep. So even if it's one percent yep. better every day. So if you every day you listen to that one podcast, you read mm-hmm. ten pages of book, right? That one percent is going to keep compounding. Next thing you know, you're two hundred percent better within six months. And that's an easy way to Cute. look at trying to discipline yourself and trying to consume knowledge. Yeah, that's and you, what life is. Yeah. Bless you. I'm good. I'm good. You good? Yeah. <laughs> and you don't have to go from zero to 100. You feel me? That's the thing people lack on. They think they have to go, damn, I want to make it. I, I got to, you know, stop being depressed. I got to get out of my slump. I got to wait. No. Go from zero to 10, 10 to 20, 20 to 21. Is, Sometimes if you, you can you, 20 you to fall 20, back to 15. 20 to 21. Go yeah. back and keep going up. You yeah. feel me? Life is all about roller coaster, especially yeah. entrepreneurship. You know all of that stuff. You know, it's not always. It's not sweet. You know, yeah. And, tri- yeah. and in my opinion, entrepreneurship is harder than the nine to five. It's way harder. Last episode. Yeah, we was, yeah. we, we was talking about earlier. that on our last episode. Like, like people don't understand, right? Because um, I gave up my nine to five for yeah. twenty four seven. Yeah. So like entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship is so romanticized, right? Like, like oh, I want to work for myself. I, yeah. I don't want to get out clocking. I don't want to make somebody else money. But like. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about it, you're working way more hours. Yeah. Sometimes you're making less money at first. Mm-hmm. More often right? than not. More often than not. And yeah. it literally it consumes you because you care about it so much. It's it's your business. Mm-hmm. And like you want it to be successful. So like you're working 10, 10 hour, 12, 15, 15 hour days. Like so yeah. t- talk talk to us a little bit about that. Like what are some of the struggles that come with entrepreneurship? So I actually um so again I've done many cohorts, E for all, Difference Maker, Roxbury Innovation Center. And I kind of have to present pitches and things like that, and I and I'm always researching like how many businesses fail and, and the how long it takes for them to fail. Because my goal is to help people get connected so they can be sustainable mm-hmm. through opportunities. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So businesses don't last. I think is more than like it's a very large percent of businesses that don't last past I think five years. Five years. Open. I think it's fifty percent, right? Yeah, something like it's, it's a not very way higher than that. Way, it's yeah. like Tony Robbins said, every year you're in business, the likelihood of you going out of business significantly increases. Mm. So business is one of the only things the more you do, the more more likely you are to fail. Oh yeah. So it's like you feel me? Like these businesses me? they they keep they're gonna keep failing. So it's like how do you make them sustainable? So I feel like 
the way you kind of make a business more sustainable is more exposure. Mm. Mm. You feel me? If a restaurant got a million followers, that's a bunch of exposure. They're going to sell out every night. Every night. You know, yeah. if, if an artist has a million followers, he's going to get a bunch of streams. Mm. You know, if a if, if somebody has anybody has a million followers, a clothing brand, they're gonna sell out. Yeah, yeah. No, I found a stat. So, I remember Constant Contact used to teach us this. Yeah, right. It's um twenty percent of all businesses, mm-hmm. small businesses, fail within the first year. Fifty percent within the fifth year, and then by the tenth year, only thirty three percent are around. Look at that. Those are terrible numbers. That we have to do something about so, that. Wait, let's let's do the math on that. You said in year one, twenty percent are more, most likely gonna fail. So if you're a hundred companies start after year one, there's eighty left. What's yep, the next yep. step? By the fifth year, only fifty percent are. Around. So after um year five, fifty percent of that 40, eighty is down 40. to forty. And then by year ten, mm-hmm. there's only a third left. So there's only thirteen. So if you, this dude just wanted to show off his math. No, no. I'm, again, we're trying to show numbers to, to put <laughs> yeah. more context behind it. So. Every hundred business that start year ten, only thirteen is going to be around. Mm-hmm. Look at that, and, and those scary. thirteen might be by thread. Facts, and yep. and twelve of them are white owned. Yep, I mean that's, that's <laughs> fact, but you know we want to highlight. He's not wrong. I'm not wrong. The importance of mentorship, right? That's actually how mentorship, especially entrepreneurship, right? I can help. There's a, a good book. That's probably our theme for the week. Wednesday. What we're reading Wednesdays. The E Myth. Oh, yeah, I read that. Have you read that book? Nah. So it's a great book. I got a copy of it. Next time I'm in Low, I'll hit you up. Yeah, great book. It's a good book. It's a misconception. The E Myth, which is a myth of being an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. which is basically some people would trade their nine to five for to be their own boss, but really they're they're not, right? The good example is like there's a a baker. She works at a bakery, right? She makes the cakes, but she sees the owner of the bakery like, I make make cakes way better than him. Like, why can't I just go start my own bakery? So she Mm -hmm. starts her own bakery. But what she doesn't realize is she's the one who's making the cake. She's doing the orders. And the if books. she's not there, the business can't operate. So yeah. she can't take a vacation because she doesn't. She hasn't had the right tools. She is tools. her business. She, has, she didn't have the right tools to delegate it. So entrepreneurship, the real entrepreneur, right, knows how to leverage their resource and, and delegate. And it's really a business is people. Yeah. Right. So you, you, don't have to, you don't have to know anything about bacon. But if you know the right right pl- people to put in place and the right processes, you know, that's that's the real entrepreneur. Yeah, it's, and uh, I think there's a part in the book that says you're not even, you're, you're a worker. You're not an entrepreneur. Yeah. You're, you're, you're still working. You work for, you work for, for yourself, yourself, but you're a worker. You're, you're not a you're boss. Slave to you're your a job. worker. Yeah. Yeah. You're a slave to your business. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I just want to highlight the importance of mentorship. I want just, I found some cool stats we can share for everyone. Come on, you know, we, we talk about mentor, but you know, we have, we can put some probability, right? Mm. It's like, life's a game of choice. I mean, of choices. I'm a big believer, but I also think life's a good it's about take your time, take your time. About probability. Take your time, What choices... Probability was beating your ass. <laughs> what choices can you make to increase your probability of success or yeah. decrease your probability of failure or, mm. you know, even death, right? Mm. That's how I kind of live. But just some people watching out there thinking of being an entrepreneur, career, some cool facts. Let's hear it. I can hear them? All right. Yeah. Well, 25% of all employees who were enrolled in a mentoring program had a salary increase or change compared okay. to 5% of people who did not. Wow, okay. pretty powerful, right? Wait, so twenty-five percent of people who had a mentor, who participated in a mentor program, a like, program tag. like tag, had mm-hmm. tag, saw increase in their salary. Yeah, twenty-five percent, <laughs> which is a lot, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mentee, so someone who's had a mentor, five times more likely to be promoted. Wow. Often than those who don't. Pretty impressive, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, just see a lot of stats here. Also, so ninety-seven percent of professionals say they value the relationship with a mentor so there's really no 
three percent of let's say you have a hundred people, only three people would say a mentor isn't valuable. Let me let me right? let me ask you guys this. Go ahead. Um, two questions. One, who's the most valuable mentor for you guys? And two, how often do you think you should be meeting with your mentor? Um, let's let's go in a circle. Alright, you go. So realistically, I mean, obviously mentors should come in different ways. But before we started tag. I personally felt like I didn't have a mentor, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, I got mentored from other people, but I didn't have a it's specific just, person that yeah. can say, hey, this this guy mentored me and helped mm-hmm. me figure things out. I'd say, honestly, it was YouTube. YouTube? YouTube. Because yeah. mentorship can come from watching someone, even though you never met him, but he's giving you knowledge. That can be a it's mentor. A form of mentorship. Can you mentor yourself? Uh, no, because yes and no. Yes, because you can learn from your mistakes. Mentorship is really just education. But no, because there's implicit bias and there's emotion attached to it. So you Mm -hmm. may not hold yourself accountable because some people can't tell themselves the truth. And to piggyback off of that, my mentor, Rest of the Dead, and it's not to sound cheesy, was Nipsey Hussle. Word, nice. um, I I was listening to Victory Lap and Mailbox Money before he died. But then after he died, I watched all his interviews. I watched his take. And him, Meek Mill, and Jay-Z, and I know we're not supposed to glorify our artists, but those are the people that have grown up in front of our eyes. Like, yeah. can, There's still old videos of Meek Mill rapping with like braids falling yeah. out of his head. Yeah. And it's like, you can see growth, right? And there's a, there's a Nipsey Hussle line that sticks in my head so much. It says, study rich N-words move like it was my homework, right? Mm. Success is not an accident. Just go look back. Everything is a pattern. Yeah. Go look back. It's you start with something, the best musicians, best sports figures in the world, RIP Kobe Bryant. You get into the door with one thing, and then you take what you get from that, and then you have a second act. That's yeah. what success really is. So those people, those prominent figures are like, those are who mentored me before I went out and got a natural network. And now I have, you know, there's Bob, Bob there's Doug, there's Dean Richtemeyer, there is... Willie Mandrell. There's like a lot of people that are doing a lot of things that could always tap into their their source of knowledge. And you don't have to talk to them every day. It's based on what you need exactly at that time. And just to shed light too, I know you said you didn't really have a mentor, but mentors doesn't have to be somebody who's, you know, way older than you, who's way more successful. It could be your peers, right? Who you surround yourself with. I'm your mentor. If you think think about like just our high school journey, like like I surround myself, I'm still friends with every single one of those people and like we learn from each other, like... From starting off from learning how to drive a car, I got we all got cars, right? Got introduced to software sales, right? Which really unlocked a lot of uh, our success today. And then, you know, friends buying houses, like so mentorship can come from your peer, peers. Yeah, peer, so, peer mentoring is probably more prevalent mm-hmm. in this generation because of that big gap in age. So yeah, any anybody can be a mentor. It's really just about education. Just educating yourself. And taking information and deciphering it and making sure, okay, this works for me, this doesn't. And, like and applying saying, it. You don't listen to all your... You don't have to listen to everything they say. A mentor yeah. literally just provides you perspective and it's your job to act on it whether you want it or not. I feel like we're coming to the end, but I, want, I have some more stats. Go for go it. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Stats. Um, but more, more geared toward closing that network gap, right? People of color, underrepresented communities. Mentor can really help close that gap, mm. right? For example, fun fact, mentoring... Programs boost minority represent, representation at management levels from 9% to 24%. Wow. It's almost 3 that's, that's almost a 300% increase, right? Wow. Women are more likely to have a mentor than, than a man. 54% more likely. Women are more likely to have a mentor than a man, like a, like a boyfriend, husband? Yeah. No, 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 no. Than no, men. Than a man. Than a, than a, than a man. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't know what Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is crazy. There's a bunch of stats here, man. 
but also some give us one more one more one more yeah we'll wrap it up okay 71% of the fortune 500 companies have mentoring programs so there's clearly it's clearly a demand here there's yeah. a demand oh, here are we, are we on to something I think we're on to a billion dollar valuation for sure speaking <laughs> into existence Uh, yeah, so we always obviously listen to podcasts. Let's tell us what's a good podcast you recommend for your viewers. Um, so, besides tag, besides tag, yeah. So or mine with purpose. Yeah, so besides tag and mine's with purpose podcast, you know, Earn Your Leisure is a great one. That's, one of my, that's what got a lot of this started. You no, know, I listen to them like consistently, faithfully, and I've learned a lot. I got a lot of knowledge on 
buying a car under my LOC, yep. trucking business, yep. you know, merchandise, pretty much anything you want to learn, just put your head to it and do it. It, mm. it starts with taking action, literally. You can think about something forever and until you put it into action, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Mm. Just do it like Nike, you feel me? Just, just, just do it. Just do the it. dream is free, the hustle is so separate. Perfect. Before we let you get out of here, just one thing is, can you tell our audience who may or may not know about Minds With Purpose, what are you doing now? And we're like, what are some cool initiative and events that are coming down the pipeline? Great question. So I'll speak about some that we just had just to give the rundown of everything that we've been doing yeah. for the year pretty much. So again, Minds of Purpose is a big community and we have many different branches in it. We just started the Purposeful Models Agency, which is going to be helping, um, helping develop versatile models because... You know, there's plenty of beautiful females of all shapes and sizes that want to get sure. into modeling, acting, and don't know how to. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> so that, nah, that this episode that, is funny as hell, bro. That, that that don't know how to start, or whatever. So I kind, so we created purposeful models to kind of give them that platform mm-hmm. to start to help them with their resumes, help them with their portfolio, help them amplify their network as well, and be in a networking environment. That's dope. So that's something that we just recently started. Yeah. Beautiful women, tap in. Tap in purposeful models, and then also we got the <laughs> um, the charity event we did in back, back in the summer. Like I mentioned, we we're trying to do something for Christmas. Nice. It's, it's pre- I don't know when this is gonna come out, but you know we might do like a little fundraiser, do something because I do something every Christmas. But with the, all these events, I got kind of caught up, so I want to do something small. Mm-hmm. Just did the Music Monday, which is an event for local artists. We got six local artists to perform in a competition. So Ooh. three Spanish, three English. And the way the voting works is all on Instagram. So the crowd votes on social media and all that stuff. So it's very, you know, social media engaging. Yeah. It's a great experience because most of the people performing is their first time performing. So they get their followers. They, yeah. That's dope. The one we just had, all the artists got like 70 new followers the next day. Oh, yeah. There was about 150 people on a Monday night. You know, everybody was lit, meeting people, connecting, networking, you know. So that's the Music Monday event. Yeah. Yeah. Then we did the entrepreneurial convention that just happened on Sunday. Yeah. That one was like a, a pop-up shop at scale with many different types of entrepreneur. You had credit solution people. You had cake pops. You had shoes. You had clothing brands. You had all types of different different people. And you had performers and live speakers and someone that was speaking about NFTs. So just a bunch of different knowledge and, and different things. We just did that. But what's coming is, is actually our app and our website where the community's actually going to be able to like network with people, connect with people, find out about different, you know, businesses, creatives and just, you know, give more people exposure. Network. That's fire. That's, That's the theme of this episode, but no man, it's a pleasure having you. Appreciate you, man. And thank you guys if you made it to the end, make sure you like and subscribe. Yes sir. Give us some feedback. We don't no comments like you guys don't like us what's going on. But um thanks for coming, man. Tag you it. Tag you it. Appreciate Tag-ure. you. <laughs>